0: This is Rowena, and you're listening to the First
1: Deal Show. Welcome to the First Deal Show with your host, Caroline with a K. On this show, we're talking about investors' first investment property. Join me for a trip down memory lane as we hear the good, bad, and ugly of that first deal. Welcome back to The First Deal Show. This is your host, Caroline with AK. And today I have a very special guest, Rowena, who is someone I met through the universe. Just kidding. We met um, virtually. We've actually met in person and I got to meet her son. We went on a, a mastermind trip together out in Cancun. But Rowena is a flipper, wife, mother, former engineer, and a wealth of information. No, she's a wealth coach. And so I'm so grateful to have her here on my show to talk a little bit about her first deal in real estate. So welcome, Rowena.
0: Awesome. Thanks for having me, Caroline.
1: Yeah, my pleasure. Um, So before we get into your first deal, I always have guests kiss me, where you tell me a little bit about uh, yourself and for the 402 to kind of get to know you as well so the first question is what is your favorite song
0: yeah so i don't have like a favorite song but i tend to like just put songs on repeat until i get sick of them so the song that i like right now is christmas time by michael smith
1: oh i haven't heard that one i'll
0: have to check it out christmas time
1: okay i was expecting maybe mariah carey you know, the, the original classics of Michael Buble, <laughs> Michael Smith. Okay. Um, so what has been the biggest challenge that held you back from real estate investing or like from getting started in real estate investing?
0: I would say the biggest challenge is just getting over that fear.
1: Okay. Tell me more. What fear?
0: Fear of losing money. Fear of like screwing up. Mm. not knowing what you're doing
1: yes i can totally relate i started wholesaling and completely failed and bomb that so <laughs> i know what it's like to just let the money roll out of your pocket
0: <laughs> we're uh, fearing our way to failure or what is that saying how does that thing go <laughs> um it's a good question
1: <laughs> i don't know actually <laughs> I just realized that I don't like wholesaling, so yeah, I learned we're my lesson. We're failing
0: our way to success. I think so. That's what the saying is. Sorry, I messed that one
1: up. No biggie. Hey, we're here to have fun, right? Um, All right. That's fair. I can totally relate to what you just said. So because the pandemic was pretty long and we're still in a pandemic technically, what was something new that you learned or did that other people might not know about you?
0: I think during the pandemic, it just um, allowed me to be able to see what it would be like to have um, more time freedom. um, Being in the pandemic, I wasn't working at the office, I was working at home, and it just allowed me to be able to um, review like real estate deals um, in between work, so that's one thing that helped me accelerate my path in my real estate journey.
1: So basically working remotely lets you do your side hustle. Exactly. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that, right? We all develop some new habits and things. So I'm glad that you had the opportunity to dive deep into real estate. And then now you're out of your W-2. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah. Congrats. That's amazing. Hopefully I can get there by next year. We'll see.
0: That hopefully. Yes. (laughs) You will. (laughs) It's
1: it's coming. It's coming. I don't want to, I don't want to admit it, but quarter four, man. I'm out saying bye-bye. All right. And then what is your favorite quote? My favorite quote is
0: if you believe you can
1: achieve. Oh, okay. Didn't did someone say that, or that's just a common like one that people say.
0: I think it's a common thing that people say. I don't know if somebody created that. Hmm. Cool
1: beans. Yeah, it's
0: all about the mindset.
1: So true. Yeah, that's what we're talking about here. Um, So now, you know, now we got to get to know you a little bit. You're a little bit more warmed up, ready to get into your first deal. So tell us, Rowena, what was your first deal? Where did you purchase this first deal? When did you decide to make that jump? Was it during the pandemic?
0: No, it wasn't during the pandemic. It was like 3 years ago actually.
1: Oh, okay. Um, so tell us. I'm all ears.
0: Yeah, I just came to the point in my life where it just seemed like like me and my husband were just making enough money to to get by almost and you know, with the kids going to college. We have 3 kids and um Having enough money for retirement just didn't seem like it was going to be achievable. And so I was looking at different avenues to make more money and then lend it on real estate. And um, so I got into real estate by uh, coming across bigger pockets like a lot of people do. And I just uh, started my journey there.
1: So you landed on Bigger Pockets, and then from the time that you landed finding Bigger Pockets, going down the rabbit hole of reading about all these different deals, how did you get to the point of, okay, now I'm going to buy my first investment property? Or at what point? Like how much time in between?
0: It was a lot of time actually, because I was trying to figure out what market to go into. Um, Just doing a lot of research and. I started off looking into Columbus, Ohio, Arizona. A lot of different markets until I landed into Indianapolis, Indiana, and that's where I bought my first rental property.
1: Oh wow! So, in during that time when you were looking, what were some? Did you have family or friends? Like, why did you decide to look in Columbus, Ohio, first of all the places? And you're based out in San Diego, correct?
0: Yeah, just the barrier to entry um, there. You can buy a home, single family home for less than $100,000 wow. and cash flow. So that's why I was looking at that at, at that market originally.
1: And then did you have anyone that you knew out there or you just were like cheap houses I and I can cash flow?
0: Yeah, just cheap houses and I can cash flow. I do not know anybody out there. Oh, interesting. Okay, Opened on bigger pockets too. Trying to see like who's out there and trying to connect with people.
1: Oh, Okay, so then you decided. Okay, um, forget about uh, Columbus, Ohio, Arizona. I'm going with Indianapolis. So, what criteria or what things were you looking for that made you say like, "Yeah, this is the place. This is where I want to invest." Yeah,
0: same thing. Barrier to entry. I uh, bought my first rental property for $89,000, and it was running for nine fifty. dollars And I chose that market also because there was a Facebook farm called Indianapolis Out-of-State Investors Farm. So it's like a big community where everybody shares information, and that's what I needed because I didn't know anybody in Indianapolis. So I just leveraged that community to help me find my boots on the ground. Mm.
1: So it sounds like you sought out a group or people that were there that could give you advice before making the jump.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: All right, Rowena. So the house cost you nine thousand dollars How did you finance or how did you buy this property?
0: Yeah, I took a loan out on my 401k for the down payment on the property.
1: And then, have you repaid that down payment
0: down since it's been three years now? I've paid some of it, but not all of it. And then,
1: do you, is that going to hurt you in any way, or it doesn't affect you?
0: Well, since I'm leaving the company, or I've left the company. Um, and I have the outstanding loan. I'll take a tax hit next year, but it's not something that I'm concerned about because I'll still have cash flow that will cover my expenses.
1: Wow. So 402, Rowena just said that she used her 401k to finance buying a house and then she quit her job. So now not only she's going to take a small tax hit to, you know, for using this money, But she owns a house now. So she was still able to get her first investment property. And now she's quit her job. Right. The trajectory of when you get into real estate and your life changing can vary. You can end up not having a job, and that's okay. So, Rowena, with all that being said, how did how has it panned out? So you pay for the property, you took money out from your 401k, you put the down payment down. Did you have to repair anything? Because I know that you were flipping houses in Indianapolis. So, did you have any of that stuff to worry about? Or it was.
0: So, this one was pretty much turnkey. There's not a lot of repair work needed. So, yeah, I didn't have to do much to it. To and get then, it ready.
1: Were, did you rent it out immediately or. Yeah,
0: it took a while. We I bought it in November, in the middle of winter. So it sat up vacant for close to four months before I got it rented out. And I was really stressed out <laughs> about it actually.
1: Wow. And then how much were your how like what were the expenses that you had to pay f- during that time?
0: The mortgage. Um I think it was like around 550. Wow. Six fifty.
1: And so why did it sit vacant for so long?
0: Um, Just a combination of people don't like to move in the winter, and I think also my property manager. I um, ended up going with a, a different property manager since I bought that property. I've actually gone through four property managers.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So you really know how to vet them now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So is there any advice or tips that you have in regards to finding a good property manager?
0: I think a lot of it's trial and error. I mean, I, I did the interviews, found people that were using them and like the first property manager, there was other investors using them and had some success. So it really just depends. Like sometimes the property manager will work out for you and sometimes it won't. So hmm. it's got to take that. It's got to trial and error failure, failure, way to success. (laughs) Don't be afraid. Eventually it'll work out. (laughs) Wow.
1: Okay. So you're saying that sometimes a referral does not always pan out. That's interesting. You would think that when someone says like, Hey, I vouch for this person, they're really great that they're going to be a good fit. And, you know, you don't have to look, you don't have to bat an eye, but sounds like sometimes maybe property managers get swamped and they just can't handle the load of how many properties they have to take on. Yeah. I mean, especially if yours was turnkey, it wasn't much work. Like I'm shocked. And $500 sounds like really cheap rent. Like was it in a war zone or a bad area?
0: It's a pretty good area. Huh. So,
1: wow. I don't know. Yeah. um. So Besides, okay, so since you've purchased your first property, Rowena, and my listeners will probably be interested to know, like, how did you end up quitting your job? And you know, from you bought this first property, you eventually got it rented out. You found a great property manager. You're still cash flowing from it today. Then, how did you transition from just leaving your
0: job? I think it was just being consistent and um, finding deals and getting properties. I was doing flipping and then, um, I actually, I joined mastermind and then I also got a coach. So getting somebody to help you really accelerated my path to, to my end goal, which was, um, leaving my W2.
1: Nice. So in three years, like, did you think that that's where your life was going to head?
0: You know, interesting enough, uh, when I first joined my first mastermind, it was like my first year into real estate. Mm-hmm. One of the tasks was to write down what your goals were, and I kept it. And one of the goals was to quit my W-2 by end of 2021. Wow. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. So it actually worked out
0: amazingly you enough. Know?
1: That's what you, because you put it out. You had your intention. You were clear on what you wanted and then the world responded. Exactly. That's amazing. Thank you. So now you get a coach and then, but you've taken a little turn, right? You're no longer really in the single family space. Is that right?
0: That's right. Yeah, when I got a coach, um, she was doing multifamily syndications and that's how I got into that. To that space, so yeah, I'm focused on multi-family
1: syndications now. Nice. And then within multi, the multi-family syndication space, like, do you think that that's helped you to fast track you to be able to quit your W two?
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: And then tell us a little bit about this uh, wealth coaching stuff that you got going on.
0: Yeah. So. A year ago i joined this program called the wealth Gym. um it's owned by Ariane and chris Lanier, and it's a program where it helps you like fast track your way to financial freedom in one to three, one to three years and it actually worked for me it's like so amazing
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's awesome so you have tried the program and you're telling us it works you're a living breathing proof yeah Check that's great out. Yeah, so listener 402, if you are interested in learning about how to fast track quitting your W 2, you might want to check out Rowena and this Wealth Gym stuff. Um, and then where can people reach out to you or find out more information about you? How can they get in touch with you?
0: Yeah, I have a website. It's called truepurposecapital.com. That's T R U, and then purposecapital.com. Awesome.
1: And um, I know that you are working on the nice little nifty new project. Do you want to share with the 402?
0: Yeah. So I want to start this um, new clothing line. This is my first um, sample here. It's called Faith Over Fear. Um, It's a nonprofit. So 100% of the proceeds will go to to our youth. So I want kids to be able to be wearing these sweatshirts to so know that, you know, we have God, God that we can do anything, anything's possible if you believe in him. Wow. Yeah.
1: Rowena had this awesome video where she gets a little bit personal and talks about her family. And, um, if you guys are interested, definitely, I would say, check out her clothing line. Cause I think it's going to be awesome. And it's a very touching story about how she decided to start this journey. So Um, yeah so thank you so much Rowena for taking the time to come on the show I really appreciate it thank you Caroline yeah for sure Um, so that's all folks and we'll see you next time thank you for listening or watching the first deal show I'm excited for you to buy your first investment property if this show has helped you in any way I ask that you share it with someone